podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. We are back with another match preview. As you may have noticed, there's five of us this week. Uh, we're joined by Roger, Chris, Daryl and Ian. We're looking a bit like the Brady Bunch, but we'll get through it uh, best we can. How is everybody and how did everybody have a nice Christmas? Are you going to aim this to one person this time? Around? <laughs> yeah, I have to, aren't I? Yeah. So, Chris, well, it seems you paid the first. We'll, we'll talk to you first, mate. How, how was your Christmas? It was, it was good, mate. Really good. Um, more enjoyable, obviously, with that, that win at Newcastle. Got at the weekend there. Well, I'm saying weekend. Was the weekend? Was it Sunday? Was it Monday? It was, was it Tuesday? What day is it? Today? Does anybody know? Who knows? Um, but, yeah, Who mate, knows? Do, doing really well. Good to get back into the swing of things. Good. Uh, we'll come to you next, Ian. You're still there uh, sitting next to your tree. Uh, you haven't taken it down yet. Oz is nearly down. Um, nearly you down? When did you take your tree down? Put it this way. If if if, uh, if Stacey wasn't ill, it would have been down on Christmas night. Oh, Can you explain wow. how it's nearly down? Wow. It was Like I say, it was nearly down. The lights are off. Uh, we just uh, need to take the ball and that down. <laughs> wow. We've got to wait for the... We've got to wait Saw for the government to, uh, to tell where we can put what tree outside, so they'll take it away. Um, and we don't know what date it is. They, they do a special tree collection thing. Anyway, Ian, we'll come to you. How was your, how was your Christmas, mate? Uh, yeah, really good. Um, busy. Um, but again, in good spirits. Made all the better by Eddie Housemark. Of course it was. Roger, good to see you. Um, how is everything going in your land at the moment? Uh Hectic, crazy. Christmas was mint, but uh, yeah, we're pa- in the middle of packing the house up, which is going okay. So, but no, it's been really good, and like a, like the lads have said, um, just getting back into the groove of Newcastle was just absolutely amazing watching that that performance against Leicester. So, no, really good, thank you. Really good, good. good. And Daryl, you were at the Leicester game. Have you uh, recovered uh, for after? I believe you met Bruno's dad. I don't think you've mentioned it yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how was he? How was he? Did you? Um, aye, I did. Uh, no, he was fine. Uh, he was fantastic. Actually, really enjoying it. Really living up to the atmosphere and, and just really a great guy all around. Just, you know, happy to have pictures with everybody. Um, I actually turned around after like the initial furore died down, I just asked him, did you have a nice Christmas? And that and he was like, yeah, yeah, that's a great stuff, great to hear. And he had the whole lot with him. And then the fiancé was there. There's footage around on social media showing that she was in. A few of the other close family members were there as well. It was lovely to see them there. It's not the first time I've seen his fiancé at a game. I saw them at West Ham last season. Um, and they were lovely. And in terms of me, Christmas, it was different to, to usual because uh, my mother was at work, so it was just me on uh, Christmas Day with the dog, so spent the day with him, uh, basically, and had a quiet one. We did everything on Christmas Eve instead, um, so it was a bit weird having to shuffle everything around, and then obviously we had the, the Boxing Day game, and it was just amazing, fantastic. Daryl, you actually made the video from, from the fiancé, so the fiancé, so Bruno's fiancé put on it, and you're doing the weirdest celebration I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Your arms are like this, and you're bouncing <laughs> like this around. Yeah. Is, he like, is he like a winner on The Price is Right, you know, when they don't know what to do? Just like... bouncing? <laughs> <laughs> what a bella. 
Well, the Leicester game is now in the past. We did do a reaction to that uh, on Sunday or whenever it was. Uh, but we are going to look forwards to the Leeds game. But before we do that, I do have to let everybody know that this match preview is brought to you by... Can anyone guess? Can anyone guess who it is? That's right, it's Magpin. Magpin are the go-to site for high-quality, unofficial enamel pin badges of Newcastle players, legends and retro kits. Uh, they're also doing calendars, so get on the website and have a look at all of that goodness. Their website is magpinbadges.bigcartel.com. Right, so as I mentioned there, we are going to be previewing the Leeds game. I believe it's on uh, a 3pm kickoff. It's Saturday. Again, I cannot do my time zone differences. Is it on telly? For you guys in the UK, it's three o'clock kickoff, mate. So we don't get. Oh them. yes, you get the blackout. I thought maybe through the being New Year they might have made a made some special arrangements, but no. But it is a home game. War flags are back. I believe they're doing the East Stand from what I've uh, seen Ooh, on Twitter. Nice. Um, so that should be interesting. I saw some blue filies being put on uh, seats today on Twitter. So we'll see what that's going to be like. Um, it's going to be rocking. I think uh, after the Leicester game, where people were maybe unsure about rust. Um, there was more rust on the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz. Uh, let's be <laughs> honest, there's, there's absolutely nothing to worry about. So, going into the Leeds game, they're currently sitting in 15th, 15 points, uh, four wins, three draws, and seven losses. They haven't played, as Ian told me before we went on air, since November 17th. Uh, competitively, they did do a few friendlies while the, uh, the World Cup was on. Um, Chris, we'll come to you first. Um, I think confidence levels are going to be high regardless of who we play but given Leeds's performances of late we've got to be going into this one expecting nothing more than three points right yeah I think we'll have to remember at the point of recording Leeds are about to kick off against Manchester City so we don't know what's happening in this game so if anything happens there don't come back to us because we're recorded prior (laughs) to that game um but like you said, Scott, anybody at St. James's Park, you take any of them and, and you're full of confidence. I think with it being the last game of this year as well and fans getting to go back into St. James's Park after the, the, the break for the World Cup, and I know yep. we've, we've had the Cup game, but a whole different ballpark when your Premier League game comes around. The, the crowd is completely different to what you see in the Cup game. Like you said, mate, it's going to be absolutely rocking. It's going to be electric. It's New Year's Eve as well, not to mention. So... People are going to be full of drink, and you know for fine well, as soon as people have had a couple of pints and head into that ground, it's absolutely electric in there. So I'm really looking forward to it, to be, to be honest with you. I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's uh, it's it's one of those games when I watch it on the telly and I just I always think God I wish I could be be there for that one and, and I think it's going to be one of those. Remember the Arsenal game last season? I was exactly the same when I, as soon as I saw the Filies, I was just like, right. I need to try and get to a game next season. So yeah, hopefully <laughs> you I'll, love a I'll be there. What I'll be there in, in, uh, in I love the Foyle. I love, oh, I love, oh, I love a Foyle. <laughs> you know when you get the when you got the sticker books and you always got the shinies. That's what it. That must be what it is. I'm just be from that. <laughs> Scott, um, what are you doing in that bedroom of yours? Oh, no, just not going to be Foyles, ma'am. Just a pile of Foyles. You should see when he finishes the Great North Run, Roger. He oh, takes that blanket home with him. You think Ooh. I can do the Great North Run? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Amazing. Moving back to the game, uh, Leeds have had quite a lot of high scoring games of late. Lots of 4 3s and 3 2s. Um, I think there was also a 5 2, I believe, they got beat from uh, Brentford early on in the season. 
but they are quite unpredictable, Ian. Yeah. Um, they have had wins this season against Chelsea and Liverpool. They came close against Tottenham, um, albeit they got a man sent off. So, although we're quite confident, we cannot just go into this one kind of a bit naive and, and just think we're going to walk it. Because um, I think Leeds will be up for giving us a bit of a game. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Um, looking at how they play, it's, it's not too dissimilar from how Eddie Howe sets up the, the press very, very high. Uh, it's very, very high energy. Um, so they, they like to try and force you into a mistake. So I don't think, I, I am still confident uh, of getting three points, um, but I don't think it'll be a, a walkover. I think it'll be one of those classic end-to-end, almost like a basketball game. Um, and I see, I would expect to see quite a few goals scored, to be honest, because I think, I think both teams, like you say, high press you very, very high. Um, and at the minute, we don't seem to be able to score less than three goals. Obviously, I know we only scored one against Bournemouth, but like in Premier League Premier League games, it's been like three, four, fives have been scoring. Um, so, like I say, it should, it should be a good game. Like like Chris was saying, it's the last game before the new year back at St. James's Park. And as well with it being Leeds, I know Leeds fans come under a lot of stick from like the uh, like like Paddy Power accounts and stuff like that, but they've got a good away following, which will make, uh, yeah. again, add that little bit extra to the to the uh, the atmosphere as well. Yeah, you'd yeah. expect that it would be a sellout considering it's such a short journey, Roger. Um, are you uh, are you are you worried about Leeds in any way and what they can do potentially to us? Um, I think obviously Marsh is he plays that like one of the lads was saying there about the high intensity, and I think if you look at the the United States team in the World Cup, very you know they have got a bit of a thread of that running through them. They've got. That, um, I think it's the captain for America, Captain America. Do you know what I mean? We've oui. got Captain America, and they've got um, they've got the Hulk up okay. front. No, they haven't got Hulk up front. Um, but like, I they, they have like an intense. I mean, Jesse Marsh is quite an in- intense human being, and the team really reflect that. And I think, in terms of like where they are, I think they've moved on from Bielsa, where you know tactically they were very sound, and you know. But they were involved in quite a lot of like high pressure, like high intensity games, and I think, I think if possible, he's even more intense the way he wants his team to play. So I'm not sure whether we're going to be able to come out like we did against Leicester and attack it in the same way. I still think I still think we will win, and I still think you know it'll be reasonably comfortable. But I think it'll be a different type of game to the one that Eddie Howe yep. expected against Leicester. I think. Because the, these, like I say, these will pressure you, but they're 15th in the league for a, for a reason. So, you know, they are vulnerable. So I'm, I'm really hopeful, really hopeful that, you know, it'll be a, a reasonably enjoyable, comfortable game. I'm hoping so anyway. Well, fingers crossed it is. Um, Daryl, we'll come to you next, mate. Leeds lost Rafinha and Phillips in the, in the summer, and it doesn't seem like they've kind of recovered from that you kind of you know last season they were on a bit of a high they were scoring lots of goals they were they were a good little team last season and you, and you feel like losing those two and also having Banford out with injuries um seems to have hindered them a bit you, you look at their goal scorers I think uh, Rodrigo is their current top goal scorer with nine but then you're looking at twos and three uh, twos and ones kind of just goals he has in there um who are the threats for Leeds that, that you're worried about going into this game? Well, it's interesting because like 
there's a lot of the there seem to be a team that can pose a threat simply by how they play. And because they're a bit relentless and because they're high press, you always feel like they've got a threat to them. Um I think really in terms of goals, it's like you say, it's Rodrigo because he's their top goal scorer. Um, the other the other lads, you know, they're, they're still quite young, so they're a bit raw. Um, they haven't got that experience behind them, especially in this league, um, about how to finish properly and things like that. Um, I agree with Roger that it will be an interesting game in terms of how it's approached because I don't think it'll be us out of the block straight away like we were against Leicester on Monday. Um, I actually think it'll almost be like a reversal. So, because, as Chris mentioned, we're recording this ahead of Leeds playing Man City. Um, we've got a 48-hour advantage in terms of rest yep. and preparation over Leeds going into the game. So I wonder if it'll be a case of we'll just try to control the game and keep everything calm and level. And then maybe once they start to tire at the end of the game or in the second half, then we'll probably suddenly just turn to life and absolutely pile the pressure on going into the back end of the game, which also makes us think just jumping ahead a little bit to tease that I think we'll probably still see St. Maxwell come off the bench later on as well. Mm. I'm I'm astounded that yeah. the that the playing twenty four like forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Like the play the play this game and then the play on Saturday, like that's terrible timing for them. Like that's mm. shambles. Shambolic and, that, like. I'd imagine they've got a game just after New Year as well, like we do with Arsenal. Mm, yeah. like probably like the third or the yeah, two third yeah. or fourth. Do you think do you think it'll benefit us that, that that they're playing at home because I think they'll have to go at Man City. Like, do you know what I mean? They might end up expending quite a lot of energy because it's yep. a home game for them. They'll be expected to be on the front foot. And then the likelihood is they might end up on a bit of a, you know, they could end up with a bit of a tank and then they come to us and then it's, yeah. it's a hard run of games that like. I think if they were playing Newcastle of last season, this time last season, they probably would have written off the City game and come to St James's Park expecting to get three points mm. quite easily. Um, but now, yeah, I mean, you've got to think they're probably playing the two two of the best teams in the league at the moment when it comes it's, to performances and it's, form. It's horrible, horrible back-to-back it's going to be horrible. games. Horrible back-to-back yeah. games for Leeds. You've got mm. Man City and the good yeah. have, like, like Daryl said, a lot of effort into this game as well, which is coming up. Then, obviously, you have follow Newcastle, which... Like you said, we, we are such a high pressing team as well. And just to highlight what Daryl was saying, if if Leeds come out with a high press, I think we we go at it like we went against Leicester. I think if Leeds come at us, they will be absolutely knackered because you know how fast yeah. we can get that ball up the field these days, mm. unbelievably fast. So I think when they come at St James's Park, we'll see a different Leeds. Yeah. I think they'll sit back and try and contain it, similar to what Bournemouth done. Yeah. 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 So when it comes to Newcastle, um, obviously we're looking at injuries. We're doing this before Eddie House press conference, which will probably be on Friday. Um, we probably expect Wilson to be back, but it does really depend on how many training minutes he gets and how quickly he gets over this illness. Um, we all know Eddie House quite famous for saying that injuries are, are not that serious and then a player's out for weeks. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, we did unfortunately get the news about John Joe Shelby. He's out for six to eight weeks, so he won't feature at all. Um, and then you've got Isak, who I don't think he's going to make a return this year, so I wouldn't even expect him on the bench. But we'll see what happens in the preview. Uh, sorry, yeah, in the uh, the press conference uh, later this week. Um Daryl, we'll come back to you, mate. In terms of uh, Wilson, we talked about this a little bit in the reaction, but if he's not playing on Saturday, does it worry you as much as maybe it once used to? 
Well, let's put it this way. When we found out on Monday he wasn't playing, I was shitting bricks. I <laughs> was really worried about him not playing. And then we were all, you know, Chris Wood came in and just said, you know, just proved we all wrong. He said, don't need to worry about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely less worried about that now. And I've got a funny feeling, judging by what Eddie said um, post-match um, on the TV coverage, was that he need Callum needs time to build up his natural immunity and his strength, which sort of tells me that he might not actually feature against Leeds mm. at all. And he might just give him that extra few days just to come back to, to full strength. Um, but again, as we've seen, it's not that much of a worry, really. Um, and I think that's probably a good thing for Chris Wood as well because he comes up against one of his former teams. And, he'll, he'll you know, anybody comes up against a former team, they've got a bit of a point to prove um, and they'll want to come into that. And I think that's probably a good motivator for him. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm certainly not as worried as I used to be. Absolutely. The issue which I have, Scott, with, with the, the difference between Callum Wilson and Chris Wood, well, no, Callum Wilson is a much better player than Chris Wood. There's, there's no arguing against that. Is that when, you see, when when Callum Wilson's on the field, Callum Wilson gets a lot of chances. He, he does have that ball in the box a lot of times. It's very rarely you'll see Chris Wood with the ball at his feet in the opposition box, which I, I don't know what happens yeah. with, the, with the game plan, the structure of the game, but Callum Wilson, is he creating his own chances? Is he getting in the areas which Chris Wood isn't? Mm. But I think I feel as if we get a hell of a lot more chances when Wilson is on the field. <clears throat> yeah. We're lucky at the minute that we've got so many decent players in that, that starting eleven that the goals are coming everywhere. On the yeah. field, yeah, like you like you said, previous seasons. If Callum Wilson isn't featuring, then we're absolutely knackered. You might as well just write the game off straight away. But now, because Almiron is absolutely on fire, yeah. Bruno's on fire, Trippier's on fire, everybody's playing unbelievably well. Wilson being missing isn't such a big deal. Yeah, and that's that. That's a, a great pos- position to be in. I think. The, when you mentioned about the 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 change and the the gameplay, it's almost like we use Chris Wood as a target man to play the flick on ball for somebody else. It's to very much you. like what Kane um, was doing for England. Yeah. He, cut, he comes yeah. quite deep to get the deep. ball. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I think against the, where the games that I've seen, Chris Wood, he, he plays like you say, he plays completely different to Callum Wilson. Callum yeah. Wilson likes likes to get in behind, but I don't think. Now, obviously, in in comparison, the like you say, Wilson's better, but I don't think. Wood is is horrendous. He just plays a completely different yeah. game, and mm-hmm. it, it it still it still works. That he still brings mm. in players. So his his work ethic off the ball as well, I would say, arguably is is more intense than what Wilson gives you. Yep. But obviously, out of the two of them, you would want Callum yeah. Wilson to to yeah. start. He's the natural goal yeah. scorer. Yeah, absolutely. And and there was a mention earlier. I think Daryl, you brought up about Saint Maximum coming off the bench. Um, yeah, we talked about this and the reaction that we didn't really get much time uh, on Monday night. Maybe it was about eight minutes. Um, Roger, would you like to see maybe Eddie Howe make his changes a bit sooner in the game if we're where we're ahead or if we've, um, we've got a bit more of a cushion? Yeah, I think it's it's difficult because like, who do you? We're at a point where, like when when Maxi was sort of warming up quite. You know, from about sixty minutes onwards, and you're like, actually, who are you going to bring off? I know, like Joe Willick didn't have one of his best games, but he he's always a slow burner. Like he's like this as he was like this at the start of the season. He takes a little while to like get back up to speed, and then when he does, he's absolutely flying. So mm. like he might be one who maybe you maybe sacrifice. You give him sixty minutes, and then I would like to see. It's obviously all dependent on how the game's going, but yeah. I would like to see. Alan St. Maximum come on and just get like 30 minutes because I feel like at the minute he's getting 10s, if that, here and there. And although it's because we're in a 
a good position and Eddie Howe doesn't want to change anything. But like, I do think we need to give him the chance to get to stake his claim a little bit more, you know, like give him a chance to. Yeah. But it is difficult to see who you like. I would never drop, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start him in a game now at the moment because I just don't think you, he's, unless it's a, you know, a, a League Cup game or whatever game, but I think in a Premier League game, I think. Joe Linton's made that position his own. He's starting to get a bit of an understanding and support. He's really much more supportive of Dan Byrne than the Lance at Maximum would be. So we're getting a bit of a groove on that side now. So I would maybe like to see Joe Willock, after about 60 minutes, if he's still not sort of up to speed, and then push uh, push Joe Linton back in and then then let Lance at Maximum run it. Cock. Or whoever might be in that <laughs> position. <laughs> I think. I think the yeah. issue. Well, I'm saying issue. It's not an issue whatsoever. But but the problem that Eddie Howe has is that all of these lads on the field now are are unbelievably fit. Yeah. They literally graft their arse up until yeah. a full time whistle. So if Eddie Howe's looking at this in the 60th minute, thinking, "Oh, this is still full of energy. Why make a change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't yeah, want to make situation." A- you can't make a Sorry, change the, for changes, see it, can you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the situation in the game could well prove to fall into the favour of making that change and bringing St Maximin on earlier than we have seen recently as well. So, if, like we mentioned before, if Leeds do start to tire early on in the second half, then it's the perfect time to bring him on and let him run right against yeah. them. Let, let, just let him go. Let mm. him go. Yeah, and I suppose we've also, like the Arsenal games in two days after, I think it is. So, maybe he's... Maybe he'll reserve energy in people's tank a bit, bit more. That's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah, the title um, deciders on air uh, on the second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Ian. come on, Ian. Absolutely. That's well, let's like hope Leeds can do us a favour tonight and and make it a, a, a top of the title, a top table uh, challenge uh, for the next game. But we'll cover that in the next match preview. Um, we'll move on to predictions. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to predict a nil-nil this week. At least I hope no one's going to predict a nil-nil. Um, <laughs> I think Count Joe said in the in the group chat that he's never going to predict anything less than a three-nil ever again. So uh, we'll come to you first, Ian. Um, I think he said Joey's got a bit of an outlandish prediction as well. So let's hear that one first. Very, very, yeah, very, very specific. So he said it would be 4-1, but he would. He said Leeds is going to be disallowed by VAR. So <laughs> technically, that's 4-0. He then went on to say Miggy would get a hat-trick and Joel Linton would score. So 4-0 to Newcastle, which wow. I'm going to stick a couple of quid on. Especially the VAR just allowing Leeds to score. Very specific. Um, mine, I'm going to go with three-one. I think it'll be it'll be very sort of a very hectic start. Um, I can see them getting a goal. I, I do think they've got a goal in them, but I think that they do leak goals, especially with having to to contest Man City tonight and then come to our place. Yeah. Um, I think we'll we'll end up just running right, and I'm going to go three-one. 3-1. Right, no worries. Uh, Roger, what is your prediction, mate? 4-0. So we're going to keep the clean sheet? Yeah, clean sheet. Like, there's no, you know, if we're going to let Rodrigo score against us when all of the, like, Chelsea haven't scored, you know, like, all these teams that haven't, that we've kept a clean sheet against, and then you're going to let, like, Leeds rock up and, like, Rodrigo, who scores four goals a season. Like, it's just not happening. I'm sorry, like, 
<laughs> and I'll be full of merriment and be absolutely battered. So happy days. No, it's me. It's me. It's me last. It's me last game at St James's for God knows how long. So I want to go out on a. On a I want to go out with a bang. So I want four nil, and I mean it's it's definitely possible. So I'm going to go four nil. However, lads. Excellent. Well, if any of the players are watching, do it for Roger. If they're not, yes, get on Twitter. On, we'll do please. a hashtag. Do it for Roger. Do it for Roger. Do it for Roger. Hashtag do it for Roger. And we'll get the players 4-0. Right, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll do it. Daryl, um, <laughs> I suppose you've got to go 4-0 now, haven't you? <laughs> well, What's your predictions, mate? Uh, no, I'm not going to go 4-0. I'm actually going to um, go with Ian and go with a 3-1. Um, I just think that their brand of chaos theory attacking football will somehow result in some sort of fluky chance where they, they probably get a goal against it. Um, but I also expect um, Sven Botman to have another player to add to his pockets. Um, somebody, I don't care who it is, there's somebody going in that pocket that Sven Botman's like. Um, and yeah, I just think we'll have too much for them. Whether or not it's us playing the patient game to start with and letting them run run themselves into the ground and then just absolutely blasting them in the, in the second half. Um, or just being able to completely outclass them with a counter-attacking style of football. Um, I've got full faith in the lads to go out and get a victory, so I'm 3-1. Excellent. Uh, Chris, your predictions? Come on, Chris. So <laughs> no, matter, no matter what they... I'm going to talk in past tense. So no matter what they have done against Manchester City, if they've, they've, they've lost, drawn it or won the game, they're going to use a lot of energy. Yeah. So I can't say Newcastle United conceding anytime soon I really can't say it I think the next test is probably going to get be against Arsenal if we're going to concede a goal it's going to be something ridiculous like a defensive error a penalty or something like that we're just not conceding an open play at the minute so with confidence so high I'm fully anticipating a 3-0 Newcastle United win and a dominant performance as well from start mm. to finish I can't say anybody test me at the minute yeah. because confidence is so high yeah. It sounds ridiculous to say it, but <laughs> even the game after against Arsenal, I'm thinking, why not? Why, why mm. not at the minute? Because we're the team that, you look at Man City, you look at Arsenal, people coming to St. James's Park, they don't want to come here. They don't want to play yeah. Newcastle. So keep that up. And the 12th man's here as well. Home crowd yeah. will be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I think the 12th man will play a huge part in it uh, at the weekend. Um, my prediction, I'm going to say 3-0 as well. Um I, again, think it'll be quite a dominant display, and I don't think we will concede. I think Leeds' second-highest goal scorer is that Sinistera that they signed, and he's Aish. injured. So, I mean, like like Roger said, they've got Rodrigo. He has got nine this season, which isn't yeah. a bad return, but I don't know if that's in all competitions nine? or just the league. Wow. Yeah. Aye. Um, Fair play. Right? So I, I don't know. Pocket, man. But he'll be, but yeah, I think I think Botman will will be able to get his number because I, I think Rodrigo's quite a slow striker now. He's 31, 32, so his legs have gone a little bit. He got off to a decent start, didn't he? Then then didn't he mm, pop his yeah. shoulder out in one of the games? Yeah. He's, he's out for for a handful of weeks. Mm. Aye. If I remember right, yep. um, I believe so. Um, but yeah, I think like I say, three nil will be uh, will be a nice tidy result to round the year off and send us into New Year's Eve on uh, even higher spirits than they would have already been. Yeah. Um, does anybody have anything they want to add before we wrap this one up? The, uh, was it the, the stat that got put out this morning that Eddie Howe's the first, is it the first English manager first to win 20, manager, yeah. 20 games in a calendar year? With a game to spare as well. 
with wow. with Boom. Joe Linton, like when he <laughs> <Yeah>. took over. <laughs> like imagine, imagine, say that you're going to win twenty games in the calendar, and Joe Linton's yeah. going to be one of your best players. It's just absolutely, absolutely absurd. I was actually watching Sky Sports News, and you know, like when they've got the little things on the side of like the FPL and then the stats. I, I genuinely think on like most touches, most chances created, fewest, uh, most clean sheets, things like that. There was a Newcastle player, at least one Newcastle player, featuring in in like yeah. the higher end of those stats, which is absolutely like insane. Like yeah. to think where we were this time last year. If Leeds, absolutely. I mean Leeds have got today the start with Cooper, centre back, and Forshaw in midfield. Like if we cannot beat a team with Forshaw and Cooper, like we may as well pack up and get home. Honestly. Like let's if we hope, can't, let's hope somebody doesn't come back and clip all of them. <laughs> Take them to Toronto with you, Roger. <laughs> well, we got we'd only have ourselves to blame, you know. Like yeah, seriously, true. seriously. Like obviously, Aronson is a good, you know, like look, uh, he's high a energy, decent good player, player yeah. really good player. Obviously, the keeper's good. I don't even know what that cock's like, but like, <laughs> <laughs> not what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> It's been Christmas, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, and, and, and they've got a, I don't know, Gnotto, 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 I don't even know. But the Gnotto going to win, basically, is what's happening. Wow. There we go. So, He's gone, buried. There you go. Anyway. Get, get them all out before you get on the plane, Roger. And I might as well, I. I ain't getting on the plane, fool. <laughs> but I, happy days. But yeah, but yeah it's been a pleasure. Days. Yes, um, it has been. Thanks, everybody, for watching this one. Uh, I've had a good laugh tonight. It's been fun. Uh, thanks, Roger. Thanks, Daryl. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, Ian, for joining me. Um, as always, this is the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channel. If you do like this sort of content, please scroll down from this video and hit the little thumbs up. And while you're down there, hit the subscribe button as well. Uh, it'll not only let you know when we have new videos out, but it'll also put this video into other Newcastle and Leeds United fans feeds for the next few days, at least. <laughs> I do, I do totally have a little bit of a floor there. I, as it goes, I do have a bit of a soft spot for Leeds, but we are going to whop them. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, that's Absolutely. my bit. Yes. Oh, smashing. Something's happened there. Um, also, if you want to become a member, uh, <laughs> you, can, uh, you can always do that as well. It's $2.99 a month. That gets you early access to videos and it gets you access to the Telegram group, which is around 92 members in there at the moment now. So uh, that's always a, a nice little place to go just to get your fix of Newcastle uh, news and whatever else. If, uh, if Twitter's doing your head in, uh, it's a nice place to, to unwind a bit. Where uh, everybody but... knows your name. <laughs> Everybody knows you, <laughs> and there comes up when you type it. <laughs> You've got fifteen thousand messages waiting for you, but you can't read all them. So you just repeat what everybody else has said. Did a little it do. Well, on that note, cheers, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. See you later, everybody. Bye, everybody. See you later. Much love.
Social Podcast Network.